up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe, and help us get to 200 subscribers. We're getting closer and closer. And also, as always, make sure you guys follow our Instagram, Twitter, and uh, TikTok. We pretty much post daily shorts. You'll now start seeing some clips of our podcast with guests, especially. Um, also, audio listeners, make sure you, if you guys prefer it that way, make sure you guys download the podcast and then uh, uh, rate it five stars if you enjoy it. Um, if you're also listening to the audio, head over to the YouTube, give us a like, give us a view, 30 seconds minimum, and uh, subscribe if you haven't as well. All right? Yeah. Um, before we go into the NFL and everything else from today, just a reminder. We dropped our NHL tier list on Sunday, so yesterday. Uh, make sure you guys check that out. We will be dropping part two of the podcast, similar to what we did last week um, with the MLB, but uh, with the MLB playoff preview, which we dropped on the Tuesday. By the way, love the support on that video um, and that, on that episode. So we'll be, we will be doing a similar thing. NHL season preview will be tomorrow. Um, around one o'clock, or not even like maybe even earlier, just midday, because the NHL season officially will begin. Uh, today we're probably gonna be talking about one mini thing, so all the hockey talk will be tomorrow. Um, and that being said, I'm not missing anything, right? Oh, um, special pod coming Saturday. Yes. So as long as the editing and all that works out, and we don't jinx it by the file corruption we had on the tier list. Yeah. Um. Every, and we have a special podcast coming out Saturday with a potential guest. Um, keep an eye out as well because NBA stuff will be coming out the next week yeah. as well. Similar vibe, how we're doing the NHL tier list um, and uh, a preview for that as well. Um, with that being said, without a further ado, let's just get right into it. Um, NFL, might as well get into it. First thing though, we're going to go back to Thursday Night Football. But before Thursday Night Football... We had some sad news in the NFL. Um, Dick Buckus, legendary Bears uh, defensive player. Linebacker. Linebacker has passed away at the age of 80. Would have been 81 in December. Um, He died peacefully in his sleep, his family stated, uh, on October 5th. Um, Yeah, so Dick Buckus was obviously not just an NFL player, NFL legend, pro bowler every year, but one year in his eight-year career. He was a two-time NFL depoy, five-time uh, first-team uh, All-Pro, three-time second-team All-Pro, uh, 1960s and 70s decade team, 75th anniversary NFL team, yeah. 100th <laughs> NFL anniversary NFL team, and obviously his number was retired. Um, not only he was an NFL player, he was also a sports commentator and an actor. He, he was also in the entertainment industry a lot. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't really watch too much. I think there was one... He was, I think, in that one random Disney show, was it? Dog with a Blog or something? One of those shows. Or I Didn't Do It. I think it was I Didn't with Do Alshon It. With Alshon Jeffrey. With Alshon Jeffrey, yeah. So that's where I've seen him. That was the first time I've heard of him. I don't even know if it was that show, to be honest with I you. I think it was, yeah. But yeah, it was like with Alshon Jeffrey at the time. He was on the Bears uh, when he was uh, still playing, Alshon. But yeah, that's where I first heard of Dick Buckus. And after that, I heard his name a lot more. So yeah, rest in peace, condolences to all the Bears organization, his family, friends, former teammates, everyone that knew him. Um, with that being said, let's get into Thursday Night Football. And it was fitting. It was very fitting because the Bears were playing um, Washington. Our prediction was like easy Washington, Washington yeah. but maybe not as, as much of a lopsided like 
because the Bears proved it last week. But then again, it was the Broncos they blew a lead to. But they won. They dominated from start to finish. It was a 40-20 scoreline. Justin Fields carried over his performance from uh, last week to yeah. this week. On and a short week as well. DJ Moore popped off. the. There, uh, I think Justin Fields has a perfect passer rating when he's passing to DJ Moore. Yeah, so and right he's there. also not holding the ball for too long. Yeah, so, I mean, this is the Bears that we expected from the beginning. These last couple games that they played. And, uh, yeah, they might be showing... Might be on a... This might be a turnaround for them this season. Uh, just turning point right here. I'm not saying they're going to make playoffs or anything, but like there won't be a, a laughing stock anymore. Yeah. Um. With the, with the Bears, it was like, I don't know what f- uh, fixed. I don't know if it was just Fields realizing where he should need to, when he needs to do better, just give the ball to DJ Moore or whatever the case may be, or the old um, offensive uh, coordinator um, made some plan- uh, changes. Or whatever, whether it be game planning, whether it be fixing his QB coach or whatever, help fix Justin Fields. But it's, whatever it is, it worked, right? Now I get it. Broncos were ass, or ass. Like we'll get into them slightly today, because um, um, uh, of their game. But Washington had a surprise start, right? Like at the end of the day, like Washington was a decent team, and they put an ass whooping on them, right? Like straight up butt whooping. That's three straight um, L's for Washington now. Starting off two and zero. Yeah. Now they're two and three. Uh, True test for the Bears though coming up next week is the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, a division game always is always a test, and uh, the Bears, they they might be they might be coming back. You know they might be finally playing some good football again. And whereas Washington, I'm very disappointed in their defense. Right, I thought defense would be one of their strong suits this year, and uh, it hasn't been great at all. I don't, I don't know if this front four is not getting pressure because the front four is actually really good. Chase Young is always on the trade market for a reason. Yeah, I, I'm, I have question marks for that defense, and Ron Rivera is a defensive coach. Ron Rivera looks like he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Because like, um, I think it was a halftime interview. He was like, "I just let the players do the to- do the talking." Every time I see him on the sideline, looks like he just doesn't care. He knows that he's gone. New ownership is there, right? So they want their own guy, probably whatever the case may be. But yeah, I know. Like obviously, Ron, I feel like. Is a great coach, good not great, good coach, but I think his time is up with Washington. Um, clearly, he doesn't seem to be in the loop with certain things. I think, I mean, I don't know if this is a hot take. I think Bianami might get the head coach job by the end of the year because they're off. Sam Howell is doing fine. Sam right? It's just their O line is shit. Looking That's good, uh, yeah. O line is shit. The only thing they need to fix is how to include Terry McLaurin because yeah. after the game, I saw all indie fans because Terry McLaurin, being from Indianapolis, was. Um, uh, like let's bring Scary Terry home right because um, he's not being targeted enough I didn't see him on the field a lot I thought he was injured I had to ask if he was injured or not right because like let me check his numbers very quick because like Logan Thomas was targeted 11 times right yeah. Terry McLaurin was only targeted 5 that's, that's, that's not enough not, that's for an elite number 1 like I, yeah. I'm considering him an elite number 1 yeah. like he's in the same tier as AJ Brown as me if he is getting the AJ Brown targets um, that being said, you guys could argue who's better between the two, but that's not my point here, right? Because I value, and I think you agree, that scary t- um, Terry McLaurin is out of the elite backs, the mo- one of the more underrated elites, right? Elite back, oh not backs, wide elite wide receivers, because like he doesn't get talked about as much because it's Washington and all that shit show with Dan Snyder in the past, but then it's not helping his reputation now. So you know who knows? Maybe he would want out. Maybe EB is trying to find something for him. But yeah, I think that's the one thing on the offensives that they need to fix. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, next to the O line to get O line, O line is because he's so, he's a, one of the best like tough contested catchers in the yeah, league on 100%, a deep threat. Yeah. Like we witnessed it with us a Colts yeah, last year. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, 
The issue is O-line. Yeah, as simple as 100%. that. Um, Sam Howell, honestly, looked good, obviously, and in the second half, up until the point where uh, I think DJ Moore got the touchdown, his third one, the one that basically killed the game. And, uh, yeah, but from that point, from halftime to that point, Sam Howell looked good. And I genuinely think Eric Biennemi proving himself kind of a little bit right Yeah, here. he is, 100%. Because, uh... The Chiefs haven't looked yeah. the greatest either. The Chiefs are not looking great. Whereas Washington kind of, honestly, I actually kind of enjoy watching Washington, uh, Washington offense. offense. Yeah. Not in the first half, they were terrible. Yeah. But second 100%. half, when they, you know, were playing there, when they started playing properly, they're good. Like, it's actually ge- genuinely decent to watch. Um, So, speaking of the Bears for a second, they made a trade. Uh, Chase Claypool, um, officially off Abbotsford boy. So we kind of pay attention to him a little bit more because we want fellow Canadians, especially from our area, to kill it. Um, officially, he's been traded to the Miami Dolphins, and it was for, I think, a late. I think it was Chase and a sec seventh for and for a sixth, if I'm not mistaken. Which 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 on the Bears side, it doesn't look great because um, you essentially traded a f- yeah you traded the thirty sec uh, the second round pick, but it's a thirty second pick, which essentially converts into a first round pick yeah it just happens to be a day two pick because Miami's pick got forfeited either way 32nd pick overall this past year right so um you help out Pittsburgh with that who got Joey Porter Jr speaking of him who got the game winning got the pick off Lamar Jackson where they went to set up the game winning drive drive. but we'll get into that later on if we if we are but yeah Chase Claypool very quickly though uh you can't complain now uh, yeah, I understand. You you, like, I love the confidence. You believe you're the best uh, wide receiver. Every wide receiver feels like that for sure. But the problem with you is, and all these rumors about you not trying to work hard. You believe you're entitled. We saw him throw. A, remember a, a hissy fit with the Steelers when he got the first down. But they were losing that game on a. It was prime time. He went the first down celebration instead of running to the middle. Well, yeah, he's and then he threw a yeah, fit yeah. after the spike. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. like we've seen attitude concerns from him. You once upon a time labeled him as like. The th- Maybe the worst, not my favorite Canadian athlete. Yeah, Normally, yeah. you love every Canadian athlete, especially yeah, yeah, in American yeah. sports. And then it became Dylan Brooks, and it went back to Chase Claypool. I don't know, bro. Like, but yeah, no. Since, ever since the rookie year, he just hasn't been. He hasn't been. He's himself. been like what? Okay, so like to be fair, and this is what I heard on the radio as well. Um, I forgot it was I don't know if it was Mike Tanya or Nick Shook, um, who who was on Halford and Bruff saying like he came to a winning um, team, right? Eleven and zero to start off. Right until on the loss to that Washington yeah, team, yeah. and um, so he he was always there. He was kind of like a spoiled, as you could say, like a spoiled kid in that sense, right? And on that team, on the offensive side, who were really the vets outside of a Ben Roethlisberger? Not no one. No one receiver. really, right? Like Juju. Ju- yeah, but like look at Juju. Yeah, Juju himself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he was doing TikTok dances on the logo. So like, there yeah. you go. Like, who was really the vet? And now you're going. Then you went to Chicago. A shitty, shitty situation. You were a terrible with, situation. With Claypool um, on the roster, they were 0-10 or whatever it was. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, they may have won today. but No, sorry, yeah, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't they matter. Got, he was they lost last week and he wasn't even on the roster. He didn't they play. had one, yeah, right? He didn't, he didn't play. Uh, he, sorry, yeah, he was benched or cut, uh, sent home or whatever the case was. So and now you're going to the Dolphins where you're probably not going to get opportunity, right? You're there for, like, yeah, maybe he would have been, I thought, a perfect spot where it would have been beneficial for him as a player getting targets and a player learning, what have been the Chiefs? Because they needed a guy still. Yeah. Um, and you have Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, um, with him on that on that side to show him some ropes. 
But with with the Dolphins, he ha- he's behind Tyreek Hill. He's behind Jalen Waddle. He's behind Braxton Berrios right now. He might be behind Robin Robbie Chosen, Robbie Anderson, Chosen Anderson, yeah. whatever his he name is. He could work his he could yeah. work his way up to a third option. But he he better but believe that Tyreek Hill is gonna be on his yeah, ass. At at, be, at the best, he is a third option, right? Tyreek Hill self said at the best for sure. He liked to trade Tyreek Hill. Like, yeah, yeah. Know. and uh, I guess Mike Badanio likes speed because he's like uh, he's fast. He's speed and he's, uh, he's big. He's big. His catch radius is there. But the problem is, <laughs> there's always memes about him. Yeah, like yeah. His jump, his timing is horrible. But yeah, um, you're in a situation, you're in the, you're probably in the best, arguably the best team in the AFC, top three Super Bowl favorite right now. Best offense for sure. In the best AFC. offense for sure with a genius and Mike McDaniel. So if you mess this up, you might there's be no, coming no back. Excuses. You might be coming to Canada to play CFL. There's, there's no excuses the for it's you going. Yeah, yeah, this is your... Pro, uh, last chance for me, but yeah, that's that uh, Chase Claypool trade. And then on top of that, let's we go got to Sunday Night Football. Right Randy now. Gregory, so going to sticking the 49ers. with the tra- so we'll Sunday Night. F- yeah, we'll, we'll start off with that before the game. Yeah, and uh, yeah, basically Randy Gregory was supposed to be cut by the Broncos. Found a trade partner with the 49ers. Same just package. Late, late picks. Same package as the Chase Claypool yeah, to swap the name. Just, yeah, same uh, thing. And uh, the rich get richer, right? Yeah, rich get richer. Especially on defensive end. Now, you didn't play today, right? I'm pretty uh, sure you did. I don't know. I didn't watch a game. <laughs> oh, yeah, you had a soccer game. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he played because I but think both of them was tough turnaround, even Claypool. Didn't yeah, play. so then moving on to Sunday Night Football, what an absolute. This was. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't expect this, I'll be honest with you. I kind of did. I thought it would be like kind of like their playoff game. I, last no, year. I'll be honest, I kind of did because Dallas Cowboys had zero competition. And they still ended up losing to okay, the projected I, worst team. I could in expect, the NFL. like, you know, where like they go up, like, say, like, 30 to 10 and like Dallas makes it to like 30 21 right yeah but like this was a just full-on destruction I didn't expect full-on destruction I expected true yeah I get what, I get what yeah. you're saying 42 10. I, I could see like just San Francisco being in control the whole game but it could be closer yeah, that than could be thought. like a 30 20 but this game. was like yeah butt whooping um Micah Parsons like this is where the smartness of I guess they have a new DC now, but comes in because oh, sorry, this case, oh, in this case, uh, whoever uh, Kyle Shanahan and the offensive coordinator and the offensive line because they know that Micah Parsons is gonna get to the quarterback. So what they do is they bring in Kyle Hushcheck and then, especially the run game because there was a play because um, obviously you didn't watch the game. There was a play where Christian McCaffrey just got blown up right away, and it's because Micah Parsons came in running. So they fixed it by putting either an extra back. Whether it be another um, McCaffrey fellow running back with him, yeah. whoever his backup is, or Kyle Juszczyk to plug that area, and then you got the holes, right? Um, obviously, you're you're watched the first quarter, I believe, on the drive there. Brandon Ayuk killed it. Brandon Ayuk, um, George Kittle, George Kittle killed it. Yeah. Um, Ceedee Lamb could not get going at all. And then uh, at Bro- all. Brock Purdy himself, give him credit as well. Yes, he yeah. might be in the best situation ever. But at the end of the day, this guy's a, la- a Mister Irrelevant. Came in, never lost a regular season game yet, and. Uh, at the end of the day, like, yes, Jimmy Garoppolo f- was fine in that system, but Jimmy Garoppolo, like, didn't... He looked good. Garoppolo but, was undefeated yeah. at one point, Yeah, too. Garoppolo, Garoppolo looks good in the, in the yeah. offense, right? We'll give him that. But Brock Purdy, and obviously the offense around him, makes Garoppolo look good. The offense around Brock Purdy makes him look good. But I feel like the way that Brock Purdy is right now, he's making himself play He's not playing hero ball either. So yeah. my question to you is this. If Brock Purdy was on a different team, do you think he would have been this good? Or is it because... Unless... Uh, sorry. I'm, I'm going to say this. Caveat, not including Sean McVay and Mike McDaniel. Yeah. Let's just say in a normal team, like if he was on Pittsburgh, like do you think he would be this good? Probably not, right? 
Uh, how much okay, of it? Okay. How much of it is more, like how much the percentage are you? Uh, wait one second. Yeah. How much of a percentage are you saying that's Kyle Shanahan to yeah. um, Brock Purdy's ability? Okay, so anyone in San Fran could look good, right? Anyone in San Fran as a quarterback could look decent, but the way that Brock Purdy's playing himself, he's taking that decent and adding his thing to it, where he's making good decisions all the time. Yeah, his processing is amazing, going from option one, two, and three. With that's a strong play, yeah. So it's. He's playing great. Like he's kind of playing like those high-end quarterbacks. Yes, he'll be worse off in a Steelers offense, hundred percent. But I'll still think he'll be better than Kenny Pickett. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I mean, same draft, right? One, one, same one, draft. Nine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, like I, I don't know, cause like I think it's a lot on Kyle Shanahan, right? That's me. It is a lot. Cause I think Matt Canada doesn't matter. I think I don't know how good Brock Purdy would have been there, because. At the end of the day, you have one of the greatest O-lines. You have the, one of the greatest tight ends, one of the greatest weapons, one of the greatest backs, <laughs> like, yeah. arguably, right? So, like, it helps. Um, like, those people saying that, oh, yeah, well, yes, the true test is going to be the playoffs, which he already proved himself a little bit. But right now, the Niners are by far and away the leading in the NFC. Because I'm not so... as I know they're undefeated, but the Eagles haven't faced anyone crazy yet either. Uh, Patriots? Not... Then it was Vikings. And then it was... Patri- uh, they played... Who was the schedule? Um, I'll they played Rams, honestly, this week. Last week, they played who? I forgot. Buccaneers, Commanders, Vikings, Patriots. Uh, Buccaneers and Commanders, yeah. Yeah, like, they're not great. Like, I get it. This is it's like, not great competition, yeah. Yeah, so... Whereas today, that's why we'll get to Dallas in a second. Which is why, like, at the end of the day, um, I agree, though. But I think Brock Purdy... Might sh- might have shown that he's better than normal, but like at the end of the day, I think if he's especially listen, I don't think any QB will work well in like the Saints' offense. Well, maybe outside of the Saints today, uh, the Steelers' offense, especially like I don't think any QB really would do well, right? Yeah. Like if Brock Purdy was in instead of Anthony Richardson, I could see it because I trust Shane Steichen. If Brock Purdy was in Tennessee, that's that would be like okay, that would be a good test. Like he has weapons, but does he have the offensive coach? Uh, his whoever the coordinator there is to do it but my question to you final one before we go to Dallas very quickly we were talking about MVPs last week um, and we obviously mentioned the poll by the way love the support on that um, is now the MVP for this team Brock Purdy after today based on what you saw or based on what you see in the stat wise and I could talk more about the game or is it still Christian McCaffrey for okay. you? Because Christian McCaffrey didn't McCaffrey's have the greatest still, game. McCaffrey's still the best player in that team. Well, yeah, no, no. I'm not, I'm not asking the same And uh, it's still Christian McCaffrey for me. But Brock Purdy has injected himself in that conversation now. Because before, I was like, uh, I'm not like, I'm yeah, not considering Brock like, Purdy. I'm not sold, right? It was the year like when Jared Goff and Todd Gurley were both yeah. probably considered. But I think I wasn't sold on Purdy to be like that guy yet. But I believe that I believe Purdy is that guy now. Yeah. Right. Because uh, I was like, how much is it, Shanahan? Right. I still believe it's a lot, of Shanahan. I, I similarly think is, this thing is that like no matter what quarterback you put in there, Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Darnold, who is their backup right now, Brock Purdy is gonna provide you the best results. As simple yeah. as that. Trey Lance is just sucked that he was injured. Like, he yeah. didn't get a proper opportunity. So I don't want to hear in the comments. Like I get it. He lost the trading camp battle. And that's why he got traded. Don't get me wrong. Maybe something didn't look right, but at the same time, he was just injured. So I, yeah. I'm gonna give that, and he didn't have the experience. But you know how like it's not it's not the offense making Brock Purdy look good. I mean that it, there's a factor to that for sure. Listen, he's the one throwing the yeah, ball too. But Brock Purdy is also like there's so many moments where Brock Purdy's making this offense look good himself. Yeah, 
right? Like, like I was listening. I think was it Chris Collinsworth and Trico? They're the yeah. commentators. They were saying that like he acknowledges that he ain't the strong arm guy like a once upon a time Ben Roethlisberger was. Yeah. Or currently, uh, Josh Allen. Yeah. He knows he's not that, but he knows that he could scan the field, like you literally alluded to. Um, and he's losing, using that to his ability. So it's not like he's trying to play hero ball, which sometimes you, you saw with Jimmy Garoppolo at times. Because Jimmy Garoppolo's strong too was also his running. Um, like, he, like he was a b- better, av- more of a better average mm, runner. Because no. that's what he was considered. Like he was able to run, right? No. I'm not saying he's Anthony Richardson, Lamar Jackson, but he was able that's to use his legs. Before his injuries, I'm talking about when he was kind of similar to Birdie movement wise uh, okay. nah, that's a, I don't see it that's don't a di- see okay that. that's fine but like that's what I from what I'm hearing was his running helped him a little bit but you could see that he was not accurate at least Purdy's accurate yeah so moving on to like the, he's like last one my last point you know how they say who's a quarterback you could win with and who's a quarterback you win because he's both like he could do both you know why because like like you said he's not a hero ball right but when it comes down to those moments he shows out yeah we got. We definitely got to see it more in the playoffs. He's because at the end of the day, like San Francisco, and when you're in that situation, it's gonna be most likely a situation quarterback you could win with. This was the first test because of that defense. And listen, let's go to Dallas because I ain't trying to hear Trayvon. Like, listen, Trayvon Diggs is a huge mess. So you were at the end of the day, I get it. He gives up a lot of yards, but when it's come to contested catches, Trayvon Diggs will make the play. Yeah, right. We all know that. And when he paired him with Stephon Gilmore, it was tough to do it because Malik Hooker's having a, had a, had his resurgence with the Cowboys yeah, out, yeah. after the Colts, right? So their secondary is was elite this year. Trayvon Diggs goes out. You're relying on Bland, I believe is his name. Um, Stephon Gilmore is still Stephon Gilmore. Um, he's still doing what he can, but you can't say that you give up 42 points is because Trayvon Diggs wasn't there. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? Like you did a good job with limiting Christian McCaffrey. I get that 50 yards. But Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel and George Kittle killed you in the mid, um, middle of the field and long-term battle. The penalties still killed you. Um, penalties. And yeah, like I don't know how much pressure you got on Purdy. How much did they really get? From what I was watching, it wasn't like like I said, the fullback usage was great with Ustrek. Um, the O line performed well. Like they, yeah. Michael Parsons didn't have like his standout moments. So at the end, did you win in the trenches, right? And 49ers mm-hmm. won in the trenches. Yeah, and then on top of that. Offensively, Dak went back to Dak mode. Three, Three picks, picks, right? I saw it. Some of them were brutal. Cooper Rush came in late on, but yeah, um, one TD, three picks for the TD was nice. Like I think a Turp, uh, Turpin had a great route um, when they scored when it was four to make it fourteen seven. No but CD Lamb, right? Like uh, he didn't. CD Lamb, no, like he was locked down. I don't know who was guarding him. Chavarius uh, Ward. I don't, I don't think know. it was him. It was someone else. Someone else. Uh, he was getting a. What'd you call it? Just locked up. Five targets only. Wow. Right? Yeah. He only had five targets. Pollard had five targets. Ferguson, Gallup had five targets, only two receptions. Brandon Cooks, uh, you brought him in to be your deep threat. He hasn't really done much there, I think, in the season as well. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this was this was both teams' first true test, right? Yeah. And Dallas failed miserably because this is why I did not, for those guys saying Dallas should be considered top five. They lost to Arizona, and the only way they were going to make it to the top five was if they make this even a close game, let al- or win it. Yeah. And they were got their ass kicked. They got their ass kicked. And R- simple as this, if CD Lamb's not going, your offense, your pass game's not kind of screwed. The main test I want to see from San Francisco now is I want to see them play Philly. Yeah, Philly's That's going to be the now, true yeah. test on who the best is. In, in the, because Philly, um, very um, 
Philly in that division, I want to see also see them play Dallas. Yeah. But at the same time, like I'm not sold on Philly either. Because uh, they've been struggling offensively in terms of the, how the calls. Jason Kelsey was going off on the old line coach and uh, Sirianni for some reason, even though yeah. they were fine. Let's move on to that game now. Yeah, Cooper uh, Cup makes his return. Cooper Cup makes his return. Looked phenomenal. Same. And and this was like, this is what I expected from the Rams. Like I'm like this is why I was like, my, obviously my Giants pick probably is not probably is gone. Like it was it's shit, right? But then I was it's also considering yeah. I was also considering the Rams. And I kind of backed down from it because you kind of convinced me with your argument. But um, obviously, Aaron Donald getting hurt doesn't help. But at the same time, Puka Nukua, I didn't expect him to do what he's doing. Now you partner him with um, with Cooper Cup, right? And then you still have Tutu Atwell and Tyler Higby. Cooper Cup's return was eight receptions, 118 yards. Puka Nukua got seven for 71 and a touchdown. So uh, they work well together, I guess. But at the end of the day, you only scored 14 points. Yeah. Uh, so those stats mean nothing. Uh, the Eagles' defense found a way to stop you. Whereas the Eagles himself, Hurts threw a pick, but Hurts honestly looked good on the ground as well. Got a rushing touchdown. I I think the I think this was Philly's one of Philly's better games, in my opinion. Yeah. It may not have been like the clean ones, right? But I just felt like in this game, Philadelphia Eagles were in control. In my opinion, um, I mean, uh, Buccaneers in a way, and Buccaneers, yeah, yeah Buccaneers. But Buccaneers, listen, pro- yeah, hey, Buccaneers are probably one. Buccaneers tw- is one. Then I'll probably put the second as a performance. Sunday night football in two weeks. Get ready. Niners, Eagles. No. Oh, Niners, uh, Eagles, Cowboys. No. Eagles, Chiefs. No. What the hell is it then? Dolphins. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, <laughs> it is like elite. Yeah. yeah. Like I wasn't saying like it's a random team. It's Eagles because next week is the Jets. Um, we'll get to that soon. But uh, yeah, Eagles, Dolphins. Then it's Eagles, Commanders, and Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Chiefs, Eagles, Bills, Eagles, Niners, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Seahawks. Then they kind of end easy. Yeah, they they're gonna. Get so that stretch after the uh, Dolphins, they have the Commanders, all the way till like before they play the Giants, essentially. On Christmas Day, is it's gonna be that's gonna be the true test to see who's gonna be the best uh, in that uh, conference. I'm but looking at the Rams right now. Yeah, and in my opinion, they're not gonna be anyone's as better than them. We're like the Philly San fans or anything. They blew a 23 point lead against us. So yeah, that too. So they're like the teams that like just try to beat up on the be- uh, those lower end teams, and you can potentially see yourself as a wild card. Yeah, you got Arizona twice. You got Steelers, honestly. I think you should beat the Steelers, in my opinion. Uh, Seahawks already beat one, so you could survive that. Commanders, Giants, they could be making it tough against the Saints at near the end. But I don't. Playoffs are gonna be tough for the, for the Rams. It'll be tough. For yeah. sure. I thought they were they could have made like a push for a spot. Let I don't think they would have made it, right? I was thinking they're more of a playoff team than they were a bottom four team, in my opinion. Yeah, I think there's going to be like those teams that it's going to be like just out of the mid- bottom. Yeah. Right? Like they're not going to be the bottom five, but they might be the bottom ten. Yeah. Um. Let's move on. We got to talk about this team. Um. This is collectively for sure. When we do our superlatives for Thursday's episode, this is hands down the most disappointing team. So we, when we do our superlative slash our um, recap of the week of our, who our most disappointing team is, we'll probably have to pick a different one because the New England Patriots have three points in their last 
two games. Dallas Cowboys and uh, the Saints. Yeah. Saints offense isn't great. Yeah, so like the they fact that your strong suit yeah. is your defense and uh you allow 30 to the 34 to the Saints. It also is does, insane. It also doesn't help when I think Judon was out. True, but and uh, Christian Gonzalez. But what's what's a Bell's uh, strong suit? Yeah, he he'll find a way. He finds a way on the defensive end, for sure. Offensively, he has question marks. And I mean, this team is, in my opinion, right now might be the worst, uh, the worst team in the the East Division. Even though they beat the Jets, yeah, I feel like the Jets might be. Zach Wilson, I think, finally is figuring it out. He they obviously got a win today, but. Right now they're they're terrible. Is <laughs> Bailey Zappi starting next week? Cause he I, got ban- he got he came in twice now. I think he should. Right, I, I think he should. I think Mac Jones should be like third string next week and bring in the guy from the Cowboys. Will Greer, yeah, yeah, bring him in. Do him, they have him? Get, yeah, they do. They have him, right? That, yeah, we okay. Yeah, we yeah. discovered this last episode. Yeah, because yeah. I thought he was in the Browns or Bengals or something like that, right? No, yeah, it was the Bengals, but the yeah, Patriots play. Who the, what the hell? Are the Patriots. The Raiders next week. That should be a win, right? Because Raiders, have the, we'll find out what they do on uh, Monday Night Football when we get to it. But no, like, here's my question to you. And they brought this up on the mainstream media as well. Is Bill still the greatest head coach of all time? Because he ain't looking good now. If you're considered the greatest of all time, you have to find a way. Yeah, you have to find a way. And I know, like... I, I can't take... Let's be real. He sucks this, at building... He's a GM too, which yeah. sucks. That's what's ruining his reputation. Because he can't build his, a team. He can't build a team. But... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna turn. Like I'm not gonna say anything like that after just. This is probably his first real bad season. I mean, La- last couple of years were decent still. Like there were. Well, he was under 500 the first year without Brady. He was under yeah. five. It was seven and nine year. It was seven and nine. Was that Cam Newton? Yeah. Cam Newton got hurt too, right? He wasn't. It was that year, and then Cam Newton was good in the beginning. He was good. Mac Jones. They were good in the beginning. Cam Newton got COVID, missed a couple games, and wasn't the same again. Mac Jones rookie year, he went obviously good to the point where like okay, they 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 got got pretty. Mac Jones has the same amount of pick sixes in his Gillette uh, uh, Stadium career that Brady that uh, at the same time as Brady has in his career, I think, already matched it. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tarnish him yet. If if next year, maybe yes, but I think this year is probably his first real bad bad year we're like i genuinely blame belichick do you think there's a chance that belichick leaves like i don't think he gets fired unless uh, who knows their owner is kind of ruthless at times but who knows? yeah yeah do you how do you fire guys like bill belichick you you could fire him as gm but you can't fire him as a coach yeah like so what like, I, I would move him for gm duties. the the solution i heard with that is just get him yeah, just take him off those duties and get someone else in. Yeah. And let him just focus on the coaching. Because he could coach. Like he, Against the Dolphins, he did well defensively. He did, he did. Christian well. Gonzalez had a great... And I, yeah, to your point, it doesn't help that you're missing two two of your studs. But um, zero points scored is still insane. Like I get it. The Saints have a great off uh, uh, defense. right? They have a very Marshall, Lattimore, Camp, Jordan, all these guys, right? Yeah. Um, Tyron Matthew. But at the same time, you got to find at least a field goal. <laughs> You getting shut on the NFL yeah. is hard. Like getting like getting shut out is hard. It's insane. Right? Yeah, like it's embarrassing. Um and then on the flip side, allowing th- like sure, if you lost ten nothing, I would li- fine. We expected that. Yeah. Cause with that Saints offense I'll even take twenty nothing. With that Saints offense, I'll even take you 20, expected yeah. that. Cause like they have their own struggles in play calling. But 
Now I get it. One of the touchdowns was a pick six, right, Tyron Matthew? Yes. So thirty-four like minus 28. seven. But yeah, like from what I see, it was Derek Carr didn't even have a game. It was like he had two touchdown passes, but he was like one hundred eighty-three yards. Alvin Kamara got a rushing touchdown. So yeah, so twenty-one points are right there. Uh, yeah, so twenty-one points were right there. Uh, kicking wise, it was two uh, two field goals. So, uh, they're, they're so yeah, it matches into the math. But so. like to like, you know, conclude your question. I'm not gonna start now. Maybe next year, but this year I believe it's his first real Belichick bad year. Whereas other years with Belichick <laughs> bad years. Whereas other years I feel like they were still decent. Would you think that Belichick would be like, you know what, I'm out. <laughs> but I don't want. I don't see him retiring. But maybe take a different job somewhere else. I don't think Cause so. Because technically Tom left too, right? I don't, so I don't think so. Okay, so that uh, on that side, this is the Saints I expected in a way. Yeah. So that's so, fine. We yeah. don't need to get too much into it. Um, Let's go Jets Broncos. No, I'm going to talk about one disappointing team still. Uh, okay, I, I want Jets Broncos though. Okay, fine. Let's go there. I want to talk about the beef. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I was going to get to there in a second. Uh, okay. Hackett. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Sean Payton. Sean Payton looks stupid. He looks so stupid. He looks so bad. Um, How do you make those comments and then lose to that team? Without Aaron Rodgers. Without Aaron Rodgers, yeah. And you have Russell Wilson still. I'm I don't know, yo. Is, is he really doing anything? Is he's definitely not worth the first round pick. <laughs> that was it first or second? Whatever it was, he's not yeah. worth any pick. He's not even worth the seventh. Now here's the question. Is Sean Payton gonna quit or get fired? I don't know. I'll be honest with you. But uh, I don't think he gets fired because he gave up so much. One thing's for sure, it's the same thing as last year. Russell Wilson. Last having, year they were doing better. They were leading the division in week two. Russell Wilson is not doing bad, right? Compared to last year, that's fine. But yeah. how do you like cho- like you almost lost to the Bears last week? If it wasn't for a Justin Fields fumble, now I get it. Your defense did good, and then reports are coming that thirty-one points against the Jets. Really? Are you serious? Huh? Allowing thirty-one points yeah. against the Jets. Like Zach Wilson didn't throw a touchdown pass. He was like decent. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time. His play calling beat your play calling. Right? Hackett did better than you. Hackett yeah. outclassed you. And Hackett is a play caller. Yeah. Right? Hackett's often, so, uh, we're not obviously, obviously Robert Sala deserves credit too, but yeah, yeah. the reason why we're saying Hackett because that's what Payton and then... That's the... That's the comments where Payton's like, yeah, last year was a shit show, but like this year might be even more of a shit show. Whereas last year, Hackett still, you know, the first four, four to five games, he still had kind of a winning record. I'm pretty sure they were like a two and one, three and two team at one point, and that's where they fell off. I'm just checking if there was any defensive scores for them. I think that fumble recovery at the end, right? Was there a fumble? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's at the end. Yeah. So that's twenty. So twenty-four points might be from the offense. Yeah, still. That's a lot with the Zach Wilson-led team. But Zach Wilson himself, he's playing better. Yeah, we'll give him credit for that. Threw a pick today, but. The he's horrible making, pick at the horrible time. Yeah, and, that, and Russell Wilson is holding the ball too long at times again. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a definition of hero ball. Like the Russell opposite Wilson's of hero ball. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, ball. he's not having a year like he was ha- last year. He's better than last year. So I don't know. There's reports coming out. You're willing to trade almost any defensive player, which means if Pasterton's available, everybody in the league is probably calling for oh, that. Oh, hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Like if I'm Indy, I'm offering two first if I can. He's already like he's, a, a, he's already like considered a top five cornerback. Yeah. Um. No, like the beef, like you just uh, Sean Payton. You got shot on. <laughs> yeah, like he you does not look. On, bro. You, like, this is the one game you could have gone Owen up to this point, and you could finish one and sixteen. This was the one you needed to win. 
Yeah, 100%. this is the one you needed to win. It does not matter. You could have lost the rest of the games, but this is the one that you needed to win. It doesn't matter what because you literally called out the guy. And without Aaron Rodgers, who Aaron Rodgers would have been motivated for this game anyways, he probably would have lost by more. Right? Yeah. Like if Aaron Rodgers was a quarterback. I, mean, I would understand if Aaron Rodgers was a quarterback and you lost. Yeah. yeah I, obviously, it'll still, still look bad. But you, you lost without Aaron Rodgers. That's that's the most yeah. embarrassing part as well. Um, he outclassed yeah, you Denver without... Denver is up there the most disappointing teams in the whole league. Yeah. But uh, speaking of disappointing, this I, we haven't talked about this much because we no one really pays attention to them, I guess. Did you expect this from the Carolina Panthers? Being 0-5 at this point of the stage. 0-5? No. 2-3, and 3 maybe. Yeah. Probably max. Um, People believe that, like, you know, Bryce Young was in, like, probably the better situation than Colts and Texans. I do not believe that. I can't, I believe that. Uh, I just, That's why I put him I second like in the division. Similar. I put him second in the division yeah. for that reason. Yeah, you gave I him Adam Thielen. You gave, um, um, I still thought it was similar. I didn't think it was, like, you know, Carolina was a special place for him. Yeah, right. but like 0-5, though. But 0-5 is bad. Like, Frank, listen, I was so happy Frank Wright got a job because I thought he was scapegoated, and now you don't you do not look good. Right? Like, if this continues, Frank Wright could be fired by week f- 8, 9. Yeah, you're not scoring at all, really. Other than Seahawks, we lost 37-27. Falcons was 24-10 L. Saints was a 20-17 L. Vikings were 21-13 L. Today was 42-24. But you gave up 42 in that as well. So. Uh, Falcons. Uh, and it's not getting easier than playing the Dolphins next. Yeah, they're they're not looking good at all, bro. Um, and I don't know how much you put on Bryce Young. I don't think I should put... I, I don't think listen, I'm they're doing Listen, they're doing a Bears a solid. They are doing a Bears a solid, for sure. Uh, yeah, clearly, they're just... They're not figuring it out right now. And Frank Wright could be fired this year. Any In any of the preseason mock drafts, I did not see Carolina in bottom five. Like, finishing bottom five. Yeah. Right? Which means, it, I understand it's a Bears pick. Like, I thought, people automatically thought Arizona, Houston, um, which means two Arizonas, uh, Indy, Tampa, and even the Rams. Like, you had the Rams, right? So, yeah. There were those are the five essential locks for for the bottom. And Texans then, are going good. Indy's going good. Yeah. Rams are going good. Buccaneers are... But yeah, like I, I wanted to talk about this team today because 0-5 is not what I expected from this team. No way. There's no, no way chance. They're the worst, they're no way they're the worst team in the I'm NFL. pretty sure I could picture Frank Reich's post-game conferences. It's the same as Indy. Was, we're getting there. We're slowly uh, we're working yo, on the process. It's, it's, it sucks, guys. But like, you know, I feel like we'll figure it out. You know, we got the coaches got to coach better. Players got to play better. But like, yeah. it starts with us, coaches. We got to do this. That's what he said all of last year yeah. until he got fired for Colts. So probably saying the same thing again, and uh, I think Frank Reich, you know, as much as many good years he had with Philly and uh, early Indianapolis years, I think his stuff is just drying out. Um, he might not be a head coach again, at least for next year. Yeah, and uh, yeah, OC or any of those offensive coaching spots could still be his. Okay, so I'm gonna. I'll, ra- still, gi- I'll still give him that, but head coaching might not be his. It might not be a thing for him. So, now. they're the only winless team, I believe. They are. They're the worst team in the Okay, so ready? I'm going to say team names. And if you're confident that they'll get their first win. In a way. I guess they're the worst team, so you're not going to be as confident. Yeah. But, okay, Dolphins. No. But by week. So, that's a win. That's a win itself. <laughs> uh, Texans. I guess you could see them getting a win then. But yeah, like the way CJ's yeah. balling, though. Yeah, Texans are kind of like on and off. A little bit because they had a 
the three losses they had, they were they weren't great offensively, but the two wins they had, they were okay. freaking amazing. But if you were to pick, it's at. Uh, I'm giving Ed to obviously I'm gonna give the edge to Houston. Okay, but I can see him getting their win there. Indy. Yeah. And at the Bears, I think that's the one. Rick Bears, yeah, for sure. Cowboys, no. Cowboys, Titans, no. probably not. Bucks, though, not the way they're playing right no, now. Saints, no. No. Falcons, not right now. Kind of division matchup, yeah, I could see it. So like the only win I could kind of pe- not even pencil in because Justin Fields turned it around. Yeah. So like, you could pencil in Falcons, Indy. Like if I were to, if you're okay, so if you're a betting man, yeah. Um, when do you think they'll get their first win? Um, so like I said. Dolphins, Texans, Colts, Bears, Cowboys, Titans, Bucks, Saints, Falcons, Packers, Jags, Bucks. Um, if you want, uh, let me know which one's the home game. If you're wondering out of the division, uh, especially Houston division. could be an option. Chicago could be an option, and Atlanta. You're could just be like an if option. it's Indy, I swear to God. I swear to Ben, I could put Indy as an option too. Those are only fourteen. So you're saying okay? So you're saying literally the next three? Uh, weeks? They have two bucks too as well. Yeah. So one of the bucks as well. So those five. I don't think they're winning all five, but I think if they're gonna get a win, it'll be again one one of their world. It'll be one win from. Okay, the, so make a prediction. Games. When do you think they'll get the first win? I think it might be. I'll go with I'll go with Chicago. Okay, that's what I was going. Yeah, with. I'll go with Chicago. Should I go Cowboys just for the hell of it? Because that's the team that. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine the Cowboys. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think it will be Chicago. But that being said, I won't be surprised if it's Indy, <laughs> just because yeah. like our teams always end up being that. Yeah, 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 yeah that's but yeah, it. so you're anticipating their uh, November 9th to be their first win. Yes. Which is like that's week ten. Uh, yeah, oh and nine. Okay, uh, very quickly, the one Detroit team, yeah. four and one team could definitely uh, can, could be a situation for us to put them in the top five. Right now, I outside of the Chiefs, obviously they won the games they're supposed to win. Um, easily could be could have been five and zero. Oh. Could have been fi- should have been five and zero. Oh. Should have been five been, and zero. Oh. Should have been. Um. Falcons, okay, I see a win there. Packers, I see a win there. Panthers, obviously. So, yeah, the Chiefs win was big, but that was week one, and how much of that was, like, Kadarius Tony effing it up. But at the same time, hey, their schedule is not that hard. They're, do, they're doing good. Right? So, they're comfortable. Their trick play was insane. I think uh, Purdy, that was one of the Kittle touchdowns. It was the exact same trick play. I think almost the exact same trick play Yeah. Um, as well. So, Detroit killing it, making me look right more so than you right now. I honestly... I don't know why I switched. Yeah. Like I, had, I was telling you off camera, I was like, yo, Detroit's winning your division. Detroit's winning Yeah, division. and you switched. And then I switched to Minnesota. Minnesota flipped. Like, last yeah. year, Minnesota was, uh, I think, undefeated or, like, undefeated one loss in one-score games. Yeah. And listen, Minnesota, uh, they have, they're winless in one-score games. Um, but at this, or I think they won one. I think that the Panthers, the Panthers won probably, one yeah. one-score. But uh, Minnesota's playing better than their... Record. That's yeah, for that, sure. I give them that. Yeah. So in a way, you're not wrong, but results matter, right? Results matter. Um, before we close off with the uh, indie, let's get to because we have big news there, right? On off the field. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to talk to London. Jacksonville finally had their. St- we were challenging them to have their first statement win, and they got their first statement win. Yeah. Um, against Buffalo. Buffalo's defense is deteriorating. <laughs> Matt Milano's Matt out Milano, for the year, most likely. Most likely out for the year. You already lost your Davis White. And, uh... Trevor Lawrence yeah. had his best game of the year. Yeah. Now, I don't know how the much it helps GTN that there was well. already in London and Buffalo had to travel. Um, and I don't think Buffalo was terrible. I don't think Josh Allen was terrible. They still were, like, their offense-wise, obviously they could have done better. Like they got a sure. touchdown in 40 seconds. Yeah, they could have done better for sure. 
But when their defense needed to come clutch, they definitely did not come clutch. Uh, the pick that Josh Allen threw was also, I don't mind that pick compared to the one that he threw in the Jets game. Yeah. Like that one, I didn't mind. He gave Diggs a chance to have one-on-one and the corner beat Diggs. This is the classic Jags win. When Trevor Lawrence threw 25 for 37, yeah, he only got one touchdown, but 315 yards. Yeah, right. they were moving. On top of that, Travis Etienne rushed for 136 yards on 26 carries, about two TDs. And then Calvin Ridley did not get a touchdown, but seven receptions for 122 yards. Christian Kirk with six. And then obviously Etienne. And yeah, uh, for the... Yeah, Jay's finally put on a solid performance. Like an all around performance offensively. Josh Allen versus Josh Allen matchup. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen said he was scared of Josh Allen. Yeah. The quarterback Josh Allen was scared. Yeah. And uh, just one final thing I I don't think Bills played complimentary. There were many fumbles for us by the defense. And obviously, some were Jacksonville's mistakes where the Bills' offense didn't capitalize. And when the Bills' offense started to capitalize, the defense couldn't get a stop at the end. Yeah. So. This was a Jacksonville you wanted to see. They stepped up. Obviously, big game uh, I didn't wanna, next I, week. A big game against the Colts. Um, but with Buffalo, like uh, you know, our power rankings might be all over the place again this week. Yeah, that's for sure. Like definitely, Eagles are not going to be my five now <laughs> for sure. Um, from last week, they're they're like oh like they're going to be in their five. They're going to be in my five. I mean, they're not going to be at five now. Okay, yeah. Because like, it, how do I rank Buffalo when they beat Miami? But Figure Miami figure it out. Huh? Figure I don't know. I'm just saying. Like I'm trying. To, I'm just saying that. Yeah. Like, all out thinking here. But yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Speaking of Jacksonville, that's for off camera stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying in general. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's tough. But yeah, Jackson- I love the parody though. Love the parody. Jacksonville and Indianapolis Colts are gonna be having a game in Jacksonville to see who will so take the, the division lead. So yeah. So Indianapolis won, broke two cur- not curses two streaks, losing at home. First time, first win since Frank Reich was head coach last year. Yeah. And those of you guys who don't know, Indy had Jeff Saturday at one point as head coach. And their only win was in and Vegas. It was a Jack, last year's Jacksonville game um, at home. And yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Like their win, only, only win. Only win with Jeff Saturday was in Vegas. Yeah. Um, and then the second one was losing five in a row to the Titans. That got snapped as well. Um, biggest story from this. Oh, no, oh, sorry. Before I go into that, now they're trying to lose the losing in Jacksonville streak. Right. Yeah, that's the only streak, one after yeah. that is um, can they win week one week, game week but that's one next game, year's yeah. but um starting off with uh, starting Jonathan off with Taylor okay you wanna, okay, you wanna go let's, right there let's, let's just start with the biggest thing so hey. the biggest thing is Jonathan Taylor we don't know we were raving about um him coming back but at the time we have no clue what was going on with the contract and uh he, when he was officially off the injury report on Saturday he's activated we're like great cool I didn't get like the notification. I was just scrolling Twitter and I see Adam Schefter tweet and I had to make sure that it wasn't a fake Adam Schefter. Like how it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And after that, I saw Ian Rappaport and Tom Palacero and Diana Rossini. Everybody, every one of these uh, insiders report the same thing that Jonathan Taylor extended with the Colts. And now to the people that were doubting Joven and I, ha ha. Bro, like we I, were right. It was overblown. Right? So overblown. Like I told, like yeah, would I've been surprised if they traded him. Not really. But I was genuinely, and we we but we were genuinely like, no, this is just like he will get paid because Jim Ursay pays his guys. We just want to see him play. Issue. It was a health issue, right? Yeah. He's like he finally got healthy. Was stepped on the field. Obviously, he didn't play much, which makes sense. Although I expect him to play a little bit more. More than five rushes. It's just like uh, they're but easing him into yeah, it. Yeah, uh, easing and him Zach into Moss it. And Zach Moss had a game. So. And Zach Moss had a game, for sure. And uh, the thing with 
the media over blew it, right? They're like, there's no chance JT and the Colts. The only mainstream media guy got, I think I was close. People were saying was Tom Palacero. Yeah, that's it. Like, Every time Rappaport was on McAfee's show, uh, bef- uh, he was just saying like, if it looks like he's getting traded. Now shout out Edgerin James. <laughs> yeah, because he, he was it was mediation because yeah. uh, he was asked us in the presser, uh, how much does this, um, how much is the edge, uh, edge helping him out, uh, mediating help? He's like. Listen, when you listen and talk, I would be an idiot not to listen to what he was saying because I'm yeah. in the same situation. Um, I think it was Ballard who reached out last week and they sat down. Obviously, Edge came in, Edger and James, and uh, figured it out. And it was very confusing when his agent tweeted for the shoe before we found out the so actual news. So, the thing was, he got activated. Yeah. He was going to play. His agent tweeted and for the shoe. His hashtag for the shoe. Like, legit, he got activated. 20 minutes later, agent tweeted for the shoe. Five minutes So later, everybody was like, oh, he's yeah. excited for Jonathan Taylor playing. Yeah, and then five and minutes later, the contract news broke yeah, up. Yeah, so... All in a span of an hour, basically. Which is perfect, like, uh, Anthony Richardson on a rookie deal, and it worked. And he was asked, also asked, before we get to the game, what it means for the running back market. He believes that this will help shift the market for the uh, running back um, market as well, right? Now, my question I mean, to you is, my question to you, before, I think I know where you're going to wear this, but my question to you time, is... Just, I'm going to say right now, anytime running back gets paid, it's, it's going to help. Okay, but here's my question to you. How much of it this is just Jim Mercer doing what he always does, pay his guys, or do you genuinely believe it's going to be a big, like, actual shift? Because next year you have Derrick Henry, you got Saquon Barkley, you have Josh Jacobs, um, Ezekiel Elliott again. Some of these names Kay. are back on the market. The, thing, the difference is this, like, there's top-end guys... That deserve to get paid, like Jonathan Taylor, uh, like Saquon Barkley. Um, I could throw Josh Jacobs last year. Obviously, he only had one great year. But so he only had one great year, him. and obviously, I could throw in Derrick Henry, but his age is not helping either. But he's still but the great. Most confident one I'm in is Saquon Barkley getting paid, and uh, after what you see with the Giants this year, <laughs> after especially what you see with the Giants, because the three games he's not playing, they they're, they're not good at all. So, the most confident I'm in is Saquon Barkley. Uh, Derrick Henry, I don't think... Do you think he's going to be in a Delvin Cook situation? Or do you think he'll genuinely get paid by a team? Whether it be the Titans, or because they have another running back that played today. Spears, I think. Yeah, the rookie. But Or do you think a team could pick him up? So, do you believe it's just more so Ursa is just paying his guys? Or do you believe there's going to be a genuine shift in all running back market? Just not just Saquon Barkley. Like, more running backs will get more... Like, will Zach Moss get a payday... From someone, uh, th- those ones I don't believe so much, but like the I feel like it will help the Saquon Barkley situation a little bit better. Just in my Saquon, opinion. yeah. So maybe Derek. Henry so you're leaning well. more towards that as Ursa just paying his guys. Yeah, kind of for sure. Um, let's see the true test. Obviously, Bijan's younger, so I could see him, right? But yeah, no, welcome back. But there's a little bit of bad news before we get to the good news of the game. The thing we really wanted to see didn't happen because two reasons. One, he was on a pitch count, I guess you could say. Snap count. Snap count, I guess, yeah. And But B, Anthony Richardson, once again, is injured. And yeah, this time, it looked more serious than the other ones. Um, sprained AC joint. That's the, that's what it's diagnosed as yeah. right now. Uh, um, MRI will probably get a report. X-rays are negative. But I mean, M- report should be out by the time this is out. Um, but right now, X-rays are negative. MRI is happening overnight, I think. I think. And... Uh, it's sprain AC joint and it's not it's no joke injury like it's a painful injury Derek Carr has it and he couldn't 
you could play through it, but at the end of the day, it's it's a pain thing. Like how much, like how much can you tolerate it? Yeah. Um. Some people could do it more better. Some people could do it worse. Some people might have a grade two sprain, where some people might have a grade one sprain. So it just depends on Taylor. I, uh, no. not Taylor uh, Richardson. Anthony. Yeah. And uh, I personally believe he's out for next game. Yeah. No, we'll see what happens. Um. Yeah, that's the part that sucks, unfortunately, because he still didn't get his first NFL win. But on his own. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I don't like he will be back this season. That's that's one thing. I'm Hopefully, because yeah. we need to see JT. And yeah, him together. he will be back this season. Um, but I don't think he'll be back next game. JT obviously didn't have his like a JT game except for the one screen pass. But whereas Zach Moss looked like JT from twenty twenty one twenty twenty one. So. This game, game this line, game, the two guys that dominated uh, was DeAndre Hopkins and Zach Moss. Yeah, 100%. Uh, O-line as well, Colts O-line. Yeah. Credit, Ryan Kelly came back. Definitely made a difference. Did not mention Denico Wo- Autry's name once because yeah. like, that's who usually dominates us. Uh, Quentin Nelson is back. As simple as that. Last year was a blip. And uh, Will Fries probably had his best game. And we didn't hear much of Blake Freeland, which is good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the O-line cooked. Uh, Zach Moss cooked. Gardner Minshew can still came in and did his thing. Pittman, uh, Pittman, Josh Downs. It's not Pittman. It's Josh Downs. But Pittman yeah. also was Pittman. Being tr- 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 but no, Josh Downs right. was started off hot with yeah. Anthony Richardson and continued that and with continued him. That, yeah. And Alec Pierce made a clutch catch at the end to yeah. kill the um, game essentially. That drive at the end of the game where it killed like eight minutes of clock, from starting from their own four or six, whatever it was, and they took it all the way to. Tennessee 20 Tennessee in the red zone at least yeah yeah they wanted to finish off with a touchdown but field goal worked and uh Julian Blackman Tennessee field got the ball goal. back field goal worked whereas Tennessee needed a touchdown to tie and then Julian Blackman got the game clinching pick um the defense stepped up when he needed to obviously the last two weeks the defense hasn't been the greatest um Zaire Franklin as a side I mean it was just Rams game uh, Ravens they were fine. This, Ravens they were That's the last two weeks. I meant to say this week and last week. Like this game, last two games. Yeah, yeah. Um, because technically the game's over. <laughs> so, uh, uh, except for Zaire Franklin today, uh, Buckner and Buckner, I would Buckner say were the two standouts. Had, yeah. But we do need a corner. As good as Juju did, D Hop cooked. And yeah. the guys that always killed Indy wasn't Derrick Henry. It was always AJ Brown, the wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, and now D Hop. D Hop. And this is exactly why I wanted D Hop. Because uh, I feel like D-Hop would be the elite number one we needed and Pittman and Downs and Pierce and all these guys would cook. Um, I really hope D-Hop gets straight to the deadline because uh, I don't. I hope Titans obviously don't do well. Um, th- this is the reason why outside of the O-line depth, keyword depth, I want a cornerback, which is why I miss Stephon Gilmore now. Yeah, for sure. So much. Because Stephon Gilmore probably didn't expect the, uh, Indy to be this good either. Yeah. Because uh, we easily could have been undefeated, let's just say realistically, 4-1. and one. I mean, uh, we had a lead against Jacksonville in the fourth. Yeah. We was came Rams? back, Rams. Rams, if we just did something relevant in the first half, we could have won, won that game. Uh, and had moments to probably win as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, and cornerback is big because if that's fixed, yeah. Juju isn't the come up. And he's looking th- good. He's looking good. And then on top of that, Shaq, as long as he gets back to it, because right now, Zaire Franklin and him swap roles. It's kind of like Zach Moss and JT from today. Yeah. Uh, this team could be legit in a couple of years, right? Yeah, and they're, they're, they could be scary. Offensively, sure. like I said, elite number one. I'm fine with our tight ends. Jelani could be Yeah, tight back. ends are fine. Um, now, 
I think we might be, depending on what happens, we might be out on the Marvin Harrison Jr. So that being said, be, go yeah. get Terry McLaurin. Then. Yeah, if, if you if can, available, yeah. I'm down to give up a pick, first round pick, and yeah. that's it. But, but yeah, this team's looking. It's looking good. His head of schedule. Ahead of schedule. Gardner Minshew is going to do well, and let's see what we could do in Indy. He's going back to the town where he made his name. So yeah, he's going to Jacksonville, and yeah, they're they're ahead of schedule, like the Texans, in my opinion, and. There, there could be a couple pieces away, but the big piece is keeping Anthony Richardson healthy. Um, That's the biggest piece. We all know Kyle Shanahan is probably coach of the year right now. Probably. Yeah. Unless there's a real team that surprises you. Uh, but Steichen's getting in the but conversation. Steichen should be in the conversation. Yeah, 100%. If Indy wins the division, Steichen could be coach of the year. He should be. One of, one of, be. If one of Houston or Indy make the playoffs. Yeah, those Steichen two should, should be, be considered. Yeah, Steichen should be. I'm just saying one of those. D'Amico yeah, should be considered as well. Should, as well. Um, uh, I think that's it for the NFL mainly. I think uh, uh, unless you want to talk about any other game. Monday night picks. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, going before we go to Monday night picks. Any game you really want to talk about? That? No, that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, this by the way, this week's buys were Cleveland Chargers, Seattle, Tampa. I mean, they probably know that. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe not, right? Uh, that, uh, if it's not their team, they don't. They don't care. Yeah. Um, Monday night. Because I didn't care. Monday night, Green Bay and Vegas. Uh, uh, I like I like Aiden. Uh, this is I a want Aiden O'Connell to start. It's I not. W- it's confirmed Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, then I'm picking the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> it's confirmed Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, uh, my pick is the Packers. I'm disappointed. How much? Okay, but how much? No. Huh? How much? Uh, by a score, I'll say touchdown. So, okay, so you're not going like, oh my god, okay. I'm uh, like, uh, I might go with 10. I might go like a, 30-20. I'll, I'll go with that. So that's more than a score. Yeah, I said I'll switch to 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Vegas home. I pick, Okay, well, in my personal pick, I have to stick with that, right? I pick Green Bay. Yeah, I pick Green Bay. But I will not be surprised if Vegas wins somehow. Um, Especially if it's a Green Bay. We think De- it. Devon- Devon- we thought it would have been. Devontae Adams questionable as well. Yeah, he's playing his old team, though. That's yeah, the question mark. So but the problem is, is he going to get the ball? <laughs> I mean, well, Garoppolo, Garoppolo's leading uh, yeah, pick. Yeah, I'm going to go Green Bay within a score. Garoppolo missed a game and is still leading, tied leading in picks yeah. with six interceptions, so we don't, we don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, yeah, so well. uh, Green Bay. And uh, Josh McDaniels should be fired. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, a quick update. Josh McDaniels, Brandon Staley. Are you putting Frank Reich in there now? Yeah, if they're freaking 0-10 or something. Mike yeah, McCarthy, is he going to go in there now? I feel like he's there all the time. He should be there, but how much time before you put Zach Taylor in it? <laughs> uh, I don't Listen, think they play Arizona. But I, don't, yeah. I don't think he gets fired this year. No, uh, no matter what. Because of the happens. injury, huh? Because the injury. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think he gets fired this year. Maybe next year, but not this year. So if you were to power rank, is Frank Reich on the top now, or are you still going with Brandon Staley as number one? Just because the expectations. Um, Brandon Staley is number one. I want to put Josh McDaniel number two. Okay. And then I'll go with Frank Reich. All right. But the more likely in season one is probably Frank Reich, though. If it's still winless. Yeah. McDaniels. In season, I'll, I'll have to go with McDaniels or uh, Frank Reich. Yeah. In season. In season. All, uh, off season, it depends on what rounds are. Um, the Chargers do in season from being Yeah, what, what Chargers end result is. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's go on to the uh, MLB playoffs. We've got some games uh, done in the divisional series, ALDS, NLDS. Yeah. So... As of this moment, game two has been played for AL. the AL side, and game one has been played for the NL side. And so far, the one takeaway is the AL West is undefeated, and the AL East is not is winless. 
Yeah, uh, Orioles are on the brink of elimination. Rangers up 2-0 on the Start there. Uh, Astros lost, so AL West is not undefeated. Oh, yeah. yeah. At the time I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll start there. Um, Texas is looking good. They're in the same spot as they were in 2015. 2-0 up after home. And the Orioles are making the playoffs after a while. The Jays made the playoffs after a while. Is the yeah, Orioles gonna come back? But no, the, I. This is what I feared for the Orioles. Uh, I, think, I think the moment too big and at the uh, moment. They're young. They're young. Moments too big. Jordan Montgomery pitched. Uh, I think Andrew Heaney pitched game one. Orioles have starting pitching, starting pitching issues, right? Their 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 starting pitching is not elite. They're they're mid. They're good. And uh, Nathan Navaldi is pitching today. To uh, no. I mean uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, to uh, potentially close out the series in Texas. So, obviously, you don't have Scherzer and DeGrom. Who knows? Cause out of all the pitchers, I would have Evaldi on the mound for Texas, a potential closeout game for them. Texas, not even just like past playoff series, but even during the season when they were comfortable, you saw what happened. Right? I'm talking about like during the season. So They don't make it easy on themselves. Exactly. That's for sure. So, I won't be surprised if Orioles do come back to make it 2-2. Um, with that being said, you mentioned starting pitching for the Orioles. There's a name you mentioned. There was a name you mentioned off camera. Off camera? That Orioles for starting pitching next year. Oh. I was like, I don't know. I just had this weird imagination as a nightmare for a Jays fan <laughs> that Blake Snell comes back into division and yeah, plays obviously, for the Orioles next year. Yeah, like we're not going to do off-season reactions yeah, or not, yeah. but I'm just saying like starting pitching-wise, they're probably going to hit that market big time. <laughs> for were, sure. Yeah, I think they were in the Verlander stakes as well. In they the ended up getting uh, Flaherty? Flaherty at the deadline, but yeah. he, he's not... He's on a knees. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that being said, let's go to the other side. Uh, twins come back. Not come back, but like they make tie up the series they tie up against the, series. the Astros. Uh, Carlos Correa is showing why maybe the Twins are like, yeah, please come back to us. Yeah. Um, and Big uh, game two for him. Three three RBIs. He passed two again? In the all-time RBI list? I think he passed some people. I don't I'll know. Do, I'll double check. And then, uh, but starting pitching... Pitching helps you win championships. So shout out to Pablo Lopez going seven, uh, seven innings, zero, zero earned or was it seven and zero? Yeah, seven uh, innings, zero earned, uh, for the Twins. Obviously pitched game one against the Jays and uh, won game two for the Twins against the Astros. He Carlos Correa breaks when he got his two run single. Yeah, moves it to third place tie for most RBIs in postseason history. He passed David Ortiz and Derek Jeter. Wow. <laughs> so now, Joe and my, well, we might make the joke that the brand tra- trash cans might have to do something with it. Trash cans <laughs> might have to do something with it, but <laughs> that is still a league company, no yeah. matter what happens. Like, this is why you bring him in. This is why him being healthy was big for the Jays. Because I, I believe if he wasn't healthy, the Jays probably should have won that 100%. Like, I get it. The hitting. I mean, Korea got the big hit that, to make it 1-0 and in ma- game two. And uh, the big out on Bo, right? So, yeah. that being said, like this is why he's a playoff performer. He's going against his old team, so he's extra motivated. Um, that being said, Framber, Framber obviously didn't kill it. Got like he killed. Yeah. He got killed. Verlander did well. Verlander did well, which is the surprising one because he doesn't do well. I thought Framber would have been the ace to start, personally. I mean, it's still Verlander. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, you still start I'm Verlander. just saying from this year because Framber uh, was a young candidate, right? So. Yeah, no, not really. But he was on top five lists. That's what I mean. Yeah, but it was still Verlander. And then... Uh, Verlander, unlike another old pitcher that's really good, that we'll get into it for a bit, 
killed it and who who usually Verlander doesn't do it as much even though they still won it last year but these Astros and they're not the same team for me as they were last year whereas last year I was like okay they're gonna win the series they're gonna win the series they're gonna win the series I do believe that Twins have a chance at upsetting here and uh, that's why I did pick them when we did our ALDS our our last pod basically our preview prediction no that was for that was for that right yeah that was, oh, over, uh, that was for wild card. Sorry, oh not that one. Yeah, last part, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot the freaking wild card series. Ended. Yeah. Um, NL. NL. Okay, sorry. Wait, wait. Do you think Texas closes it out? Um, with when's our next? Uh, when's our Tuesday? Tuesday? Uh, with Valdi on the mound, I think they they have the perfect opportunity here to close it out. So I'll I'll say yes. Okay, because we're recording on Wednesday, so potentially we could come back to, uh, maybe all okay, maybe all series ending. Yeah. But like I mentioned before, there's a certain pitcher that didn't do well that's really old and good. And that his name is Clayton Kershaw, who doesn't perform well in the playoffs. Got bounced in a third of an inning. The Diamondbacks got to him. And uh, yeah, I mean, we thought the Dodgers would win this series. Six hit, six hundred. But you were more hesitant than I was. I was hesitant a little bit because I think... Because of the pitching. Because of the pitching, yes. Um, and, uh, if, if your best pitcher is doing that, who else is going to cook? For you, I don't know who. We'll see what happens. Uh, obviously, Arizona's bats went off. Hey, uh, Corbin Carroll, Gabriel Moreno, obviously, um, were the big run uh, RBI producers. Home run hitters. Uh, but everybody had an RBI, I believe, except a guy who came into third base to fill in and their shortstop. And uh, Lourdes. Sorry, no, Lourdes got an RBI. Kettle uh, Marte. As well, yeah. went one for five. But these Diamondbacks, you know, the Orioles, it might be too big for the Orioles. But these Diamondbacks are still killing it. Yeah. Right. Somehow, I'm, I'm surprised for sure because I, 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 I thought for both teams, the same thing was going to happen. Right? The both teams, the same thing was going to happen. I didn't think Orioles would be too old well down. I thought they would have split. Uh, with these guys, um, I definitely had more faith. Like, that was my confident Dodgers sweep. Right? And clearly, I was wrong. I, oh think yeah, I, I, was I, th- I think sweep. I said Dodgers sweep if I wasn't mistaken. I was I said Dodgers 3-1, but I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona pulls it off. But at the same time, it's still the Dodgers. Um, they'll find a way to mess the, it up. Not even just mess it up, they'll find a way to come back with those two guys in batting and hitting. Yeah, they find a way to come back, but they also find a way to lose as yeah, well. That's true as well. But yeah, um, I think Dodgers will split. split. They have to. <laughs> they have, they to. have no choice. <laughs> uh, Otherwise, they're going, they have to go away. All right, let's get to the biggest one. Uh, and uh, Phillies Braves Phillies up one nothing three nothing win three nothing win the biggest Jays performance I've seen in with the Phillies like the Philly oh sorry the Braves Braves are like the Jays performance oh yeah so Phillies I picked them and uh, they're continuing us <laughs> just like I picked them I picked them <laughs> just like <laughs> they might lose the series but <laughs> I did pick them though Spencer Strider seven innings five hits two earned so not like literally that was like that was Kevin Osman performance that's really good that's the best way I could put it yeah Um, their bats didn't get going now uh, something happened what was the controversial thing that happened it was like a someone, someone threw, threw a something. can right yeah and then they drove in a Phillies run the third run, though. Third run, yeah. So it's not like it was a 1-0 game where it drove in only Philly run. Like, they were already down 2-0. And, yeah, it's these Atlanta bats. I was more confident in Atlanta this year than they always last year because of one person being a little bit more healthy. Yeah. Which is Ronald Acuna Jr. But top to bottom, they didn't perform well on the batting side, for sure. Whereas uh, 
I don't know who I don't know who Lana's next starter would be. Oh, okay, so Braves fan throw can after the interference call. So it wasn't like it didn't affect during the. Oh, play. so it didn't affect the run. So oh, yeah. So the run was legit. Yeah, a controversial catch. That was a controversial call. Yeah. Late in game one of the NLD, so the call was controversial, and then people started throwing shit. And then they started throwing shit. So okay, so either yeah. way, it was a controversial call, but not because of the fan. Yeah, the yeah. fan was being an idiot. Yeah. That's all it was. Uh, but yeah, I still think this is a five game series. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're. I don't expect Acuna and all these guys, Matt Olson, to be cold. To be cold. Um, now I could be wrong, but I hope not. Okay, <laughs> Matt, Max Reed was there were some injury issues with him, but he is starting game two, which is good for Atlanta because he is one of their solid pitchers as well. Yeah, I think Charlie Morton's the one who won't be pitching in the series. Yeah, but so Zach Wheeler's back at it again for the Phillies, so that is dangerous. But Phillies stole a game without Zach Wheeler or Aaron Nola on the mound, and uh. Yeah, so Houston Atlanta. aside, all the wild card teams won this. Yeah, and uh, Atlanta's in trouble because Zach Wheeler is getting game two. I think Aaron Nola will get game three. Yeah, and uh, should be probably if there is a game four, it should be probably Michael Lorenzen. Yeah, no, it's gonna be tough, but I I still Atlanta. Unless they use, they use Michael Lorenzen in the bullpen, and uh, uh, it's Atlanta, yes, but I think the Phillies still find a way to win this out. Yeah, no, but I, I, I'm not gonna count on Atlanta yet. That regular season, yeah, now I get it. We saw the Dodgers. La- we saw the Dodgers last year. I, I understand that completely. It's baseball. So you think Atlanta will f- figure out three two still? Yeah. Uh, I think three one Phillies. You're dropping it now. Was it? Did I say three two last time? I think so. Uh, yeah, I'm confident. If they they already got that win, right? They yeah. have two home games left. They could, they could get it done there. Yeah. All right. That's uh, the playoff side of things. But we got some news off the field very quickly before we go into a quick fire. This this could kick start it. Mets GM resigns. Uh, Eplin. Now there is some controversy to it, so they're doing something. Um. And there's another one. Sorry, news. But yeah, it looks like there is some controversy. I I don't know exactly what it is, but uh, not surprising at the same time because uh, yeah, you spend that much money, you can do shit. It's crazy. It's terrible, terrible job. Um, couple of quick news: Sandy Alcantara, Tommy John surgery, will miss twenty twenty four season. Yeah. Um, Big Joey Votto plans to play at least one more year and is hoping to return to the Reds. Yeah. Um, if I'm the Reds, I would do it for cheap yeah, for sure. But 100%. I won't. At the same time, you do what's best for your organization. Yeah. Um, and Ross Atkins, just very quick, Blue Jays thing says he was surprised and did not tell or inform Schneider to rem- do that decision. Now, and some people are calling bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> on the, Not by some, us. I'm talking about front office. I think it was Dan Shulman called it bullshit, essentially. Saying that um, players wanted to... Now, it could... Okay, no. He did say bullshit in terms of that players wanted Schneider saying, I know it wasn't your call. And if that is legit that Atkins is the one that did it, that's bogus. Like bogus, manager needs to do manage. Let the Sorry, manager GM manage. needs to do GM jobs. Manager needs to do manager jobs. Yeah, so the GM doesn't get involved in making decisions yeah. on the field. And uh, yeah, so that's MLB. That's it. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, so let's move on to quick fire. WNBA finals kicked off to yesterday, where the Las Vegas Aces take a one zero lead over the New York Liberty. The two best teams in WNBA is um, like. 99-82, but when I was watching the game before I left, uh, it was a close game. Like, the first half was a close game. The second half was, it, the Aces came back a little bit. 
But yeah, no, like I expect this to be a five game series itself. Um, obviously, I have aces, you have liberty. Um, that being said, it, it seems like to be a fun series so far. I mean, this was this was predicted before the season even started. Yeah. So no one's surprised that this is a final. But yeah, um, Joel Embiid. Um, next game Wednesday. They're, they're games are spread out, spread out. They're spread out. Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. That's <laughs> <It's Yeah>. weird. <laughs> and then it ends on a Friday, but yeah. So um, yeah, moving on. Joel Embiid. Okay, so I wonder. I want to see what you have to say about this. Uh, Joel Embiid has d- decided which country he wants to represent. Uh, for international purposes, he had Cameroon, where he was from, born. France, which he has a representation. And the U.S. because he's been here since he was 15 years old. And so he chose USA. And, and what was his reasoning? Because, uh, I'll pull up the exact tweet or whatever he said. But, his, uh, 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 I'll paraphrase, his son was born here. Which I don't understand. And, uh, I mean, you don't understand that his son was born no, here? No, 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 the reasoning. <laughs> uh, and the second one was he wants to play with his NBA brothers and... Stuff like, oh yeah, pretty much that's it. He wants to play for his son. Doesn't the son usually play for the father? <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> so that's reverse right there. That's number one. Number two, what was it? His NBA brothers play here? Yeah. yeah when you have NBA people playing in France. Pascal and in, Siakam. And in Cameroon, right? Yeah. What about your Cameroon brothers? <laughs> yeah, Um. listen, i am been the type of guy, like, for at least club, I don't care. You do what's best for you, right? Yes, you might get annoyed with certain moves, for sure. Like, yeah. I understand that Kevin Durant decision of the Warriors is going to cause, con- not controversy. Chaos. Chaos. I just didn't care, right? LeBron and all that, at the time I did. After that LeBron situation is where, like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Like, you do what's best for you. Championship's a championship. If your front office is able to get make a super team, that's, on, that's good on the front office. Yes, the player could be a coward, quote-unquote ca- coward. But who who cares, right? Internationally, though, is kind of weird to me because we have a situation with Sydney LaRue, right? Now, I said as a joke that when the Canada woman, the Canadian soccer thing, I don't blame Sydney LaRue, but at the same time, I'm like, you were born, fun fact, from Surrey. Yeah. Right? Uh, from BC. She's a BC girl, but she her dream was always to play for Team USA. That's what's weird to me. Uh, and uh, in this case, Joanne Beats is worse. Reasoning that because it's already a Cindy Lou had an American parent as well. Well, no, she legit she legit moved. Yeah, but her dad wasn't in her life. I'm not saying it as like a, like a mean yeah, like yeah. that uh, troll way. I'm saying like that's what I said. But she represents her mom, who's Canadian, more so. It's just she moved to Arizona at a young age to play for Team USA. That's what it was. Okay, yeah, but boring that. Well, yeah, not, that's a different not, thing. Like, that's a different thing. Um, Joel Embiid. What the hell, dude? <laughs> like, like your former super team of countries, like US is already good. NBA brothers, stupid excuse because there's NBA in France and there's NBA players in any country, ca- in any country almost, in Cameroon. You can't be switching up countries like that, right? You were born in Cameroon, right? Yeah. He was born in Cameroon. He said it was a tough choosing to play, and he is born uh, in Cameroon. It's, it's not tough when you have like freaking when you're guaranteed a gold medal. I don't think it was a tough decision. I really wanted to participate in the Olympics and beat at it. That's been my goal and my dream. How about you represent a country? Well, France was also involved if you really wanted to choose. Listen, obviously, this sounds a little bit hypocritical because we're like, for Canada soccer, we're like dual nationals because, uh, or dual, even for basketball, because uh, Alex Adams did suggest Pascal Siakam to Canada as well, right? 
yeah. but that's a little that's more different than the U.S. Now, Joel Embiid plays for Philly, so that's what helps being the U.S. side of things. I um, just don't get it. I I don't. I, I don't get it. That's the thing. Like, if you had a better reasoning, maybe I would have said it, but I don't think your reasoning is good enough to back up where what the real reason is, which is you're gonna win a gold medal. Yeah, like that's it. That's all. That's the real reason. If you just said I picked USA, I want to win a gold medal, I'd be fine with it. But you're hiding that fact. That's the thing. That's what's I hate. Me. That's what I hate. Cause like, yeah. Uh, because like Samson Abu come for the Colts. Not to make it about the Colts. Straight up said money was a big factor of why I signed here. Yeah. Right. He understand. Like he's not here saying I want to win. Oh, I was a Colts fan or I was this that. Like he straight up said it. That I respect that. For any team, that could have yeah. been that could have been for the Cowboys. That could have been and, for the Titans. And there's nothing I don't wrong care. with that. Like you're looking after yourself. Right? Yeah. Like I have no issues for players playing for the family. Like I don't care. Yeah, uh, uh, and looking over the thing, family. like if if you want to win, right, you could just say, "Yo, I want to win a gold medal," and USA is the best chance I have at it. So, like, okay, I see you accept it. Like, chances but are, in my opinion, you're hiding it. Yeah, like I, th- if that's the reason, fine, whatever, you do you. Like, I've always had that mentality, but yeah. this has to come with criticism because uh, I want now a lot of this could be because obviously USA people are probably pumped, right? Yeah, uh, or they're probably like, we still want some competition or parity. Right, because now a lineup of LeBron, Steph, KD, um, I don't know, AD and Embiid, or Kawhi and Embiid, or whatever it is. Booker. And then on, on this the probably Booker. No, I'm just saying, depending on what the Steph, Booker, KD, LeBron. Yeah, and that. Embiid. And then off the bench, you have Tatum, AD, um, Kawhi, Anthony Edwards, whatever, right? Anthony Edwards. But yeah, like I, for me, it's just like the competition. Like France has a chance to win still. I know they had a shit World Cup. Don't get me wrong. But you're hosting. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, like, uh, the fact that he didn't represent Cameroon, I don't care about that really because John, um, Jonathan Davis from Brooklyn. So that yeah, we're being yeah. hypocritical here in that sense. That's it. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying, accept This it. is just a super team. Like, accept if he chose France, I would have not cared. But I'm just saying, accept the real reason. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah the let's, it's quick fire. We've been on it okay. too long. Um, very quickly as well. T- um, on Team USA, yeah, the coaches did say like the All Stars that did come out that some of them will not be selected still. So who knows? Who, and everybody's wondering who, who could be the talk. So there's about. still like a selection process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, like they're saying like process like, here, right? Yeah, like obviously I think Katie's a lock, but like maybe they're like Kawhi. Nah, I don't want Kawhi. Like that, it could be that. But yeah, so that's that's the Embiid thing. Um, uh, very quickly in the NHL, the only thing we're gonna talk about is because we're Canucks fans. Uh, minor trade, fifth round pick traded for Sam Lafferty. Um, you added center depth, center slash wing depth, big guy speed, uh, penalty killer. Um, obviously this is a, any, any a Pitts, former Pittsburgh guy, so yeah, it kind of wakes them sense. up. But anytime you got in depth, I don't mind it for a fifth, especially now. So yeah, uh, for me, just can they find another defensive right shot, especially the way it's looking. It's not looking like the right. If Hughes and Heronik are together, um. After that, might after be, that, I was like, what the hell is going after on? After that might be an issue, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's a Canucks. We'll talk about the hockey tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. And then finally, we're going to uh, soccer recap. Yeah, so... Man United won. So, first off, before we get into that, another rest in peace. Um, Man United, great manager, not him, his wife, uh, Lady Kathy. Uh, let me just double-check the name exactly. Um... Uh, Alex Ferguson's wife, uh, Kathy, uh, Lady Kathy Ferguson, passing away uh, at the age of 84. And uh, 
obviously from Man United's heavy heart because with how long she probably was involved with Man United because of how long Sir Alex Ferguson, Ferguson yeah. coached. Um, uh, big. So rest in peace to her. Condolences to the Ferguson family. Um, that being said, recap, perfect tribute. Um, yeah, they won. They won. <laughs> okay. They <laughs> Not even the win, but the way they win. The like, obviously, won, watching that game were frustrating. Played good. But, but not, great. not great, classic, one goal, shitty goal allowed, mentality drops. Onana with a shit goal allowed again. Yeah, um, but Ten Hag, this is the best managed game I think he had. In-game adjustments of, were good. Um, Finally figured it out. Um, yeah. Um, Made subs at the right time. Give credit where credit's due. Harry Maguire had a great game. Yeah, I'll give him that. Uh, give credits where credit's due. He brought on Scott McTominay and put him striker and Joven nicknamed him Scotland McTominay. Because, because he, he comes in 90th minute. He always scores for Scotland. Yeah, and scores. And then two minutes later, Martial missed. And a minute later, and a minute scored. later, Scotland scored the game. Uh, Scott Scotland scored the game winner. <laughs> Scott uh, Scott McTominay scored the game winner. Now here's a tribute part. Ferguson was known for Fergie time, which was after the 80th minute, yeah, especially yeah. injury time. This was that's tribute na- number one. This is after 90th. Came <laughs> back and won this by two goals. Not even just a tie, or it was a tie game that led to yeah, a goal. This two goals even, to win. This was even later. And uh, number two, yeah, because of the whole after uh, 90th, <laughs> 96th minute, which yeah. you probably didn't get much of back in the day. And tribute number three, Scott McTominay is Scottish. Alex Ferguson is Scottish. So I'm assuming his wife is also Scottish. Yeah. Uh, was Scottish, I guess. But um, So yeah, it was like a perfect tribute. Like, you know, this is the stuff that makes me say, it's like, yeah, sure, it's a coincidence, but is it really? This is where like people, this is like where God's real to me. Like, it's not just a coincidence. Like yeah, it, yeah. it was meant to happen. Like it's it like that script type of thing. Yeah. Type of like, thing. This is where the script is real. Yeah. Um. So God scripted it perfectly, and hopefully, like obviously with the guest that we talked to, a hint I guess we could give is that he's a Manchester United fan. So it yeah. felt good talking to him. Um, that he's like, and we're hoping that this is just a turnaround. We get healthy because that's the key thing, and the confidence shoots up after the international break. Yeah, it's international so, break next week, so it was a good time to rest. But um, it was like Ferran. Um, yeah, so that's the Man United. We'll just leave it there. That's Man United there. Uh, um, recap number two, f- sticking with the Premier League. Or, uh, yeah, stick with the Premier League. Arsenal, Man City. Arsenal, Man City. Arsenal wins one nothing, but not without controversy once again. Uh, uh, first of all, this is Arsenal's first... Win against City after, after a, a long, long, long time. time yeah. Obviously, um, they blew it last year when they lost to them twice and then blew the title race. But... This time, they finally got revenge, I guess. They beat them in the... Without Saka, as well. Yeah, they beat them in uh, the the Community Shield game. Yeah. And they won now. Erling Haaland has been missing the last three games. He's a ghost. Um, like ghost. I said, like listen, Haaland's great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying anything bad about Haaland. But when it comes to big games... He's a ghost. He's been a ghost, especially recently. And outside of that, the controversy was that once again, VAR... Um, People love to shit on Manchester United by calling them Manchester United or back in the day they would get away with a lot of stuff. I could argue City gets away a lot more. Yeah. For sure. For they already sure. have 116 charges. On them. <laughs> and now you're telling me like that thing was not a red, second yellow or a red card or whatever the case may be. It was worse than Curtis Jones slash Casemiro um, from what I saw. If, and if, if those are reds, then... <laughs> that has red. to be a red. Simple yeah. as that. There's no other way to look around it. And... Not gonna make this my Man United. I'm just saying, like, 
I'm not surprised that City got away with another another thing. Yeah, I guess. Simplest way. But let's just focus on the game a little bit. Uh, my cousin, our cousin who's an Arsenal fan, said himself, the only way you beat City is make the game boring as possible. And uh, Arsenal did that, right? And uh, they found a way to score as well. I yeah. think it was Martinelli, right? Yeah, I think Pep also messed up by slipping out Julian Alvarez. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. No, I'm not even saying that. You're not saying that also because of your FPL. But the adjustments weren't the greatest. Um, Rodri's a mess. As simple as that. Rodri is a mess for them. Yeah, that more so than... More so than De Bruyne. Rodri is a mess. Yeah, no reason. But you know what the thing is? With also Liverpool tying to Brighton, uh, 2-2, which controversy came there. But I, I get it. Liverpool will probably get a pass a little yeah, bit. Liverpool got makeup calls. <laughs> Liverpool <laughs> got some makeup calls. But they Castle tying calls. West Ham was big. Um and Wolverhampton and Villa were tied. So tied all, everyone tied except for Arsenal City. Today, um, in, uh, today but t- Man United won, Chelsea won, which obviously that doesn't affect the title. Tottenham and Tottenham won. But here's the thing: once upon a time, was what was happening with the title race is now people as has bad of a sorry as shit of a start Man United has. We're eight points off first, and we're five points off fourth, six points off City technically. Yeah, eight points is a lot. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but th- at this early there, on, there, there was a time where like we thought we were like twelve. We were like, points. okay, titles, f- messed, done, like hundred <laughs> percent gone. Whereas like, same thing with same thing happened last year, but then you know when United went to the run, we're like, you know, you know what, you know, with a couple Arsenal wins and a City win here, obviously we did lose to Arsenal last year. Yeah, you know, title could be within reach, but obviously that Tottenham's didn't happen. on top of the table right now, tied with Arsenal. With Arsenal, it's yeah. 20, 20, 18, 17, 16, 16, 14, 13. 12, 12, 11, 11. Like, I'll go up there. Like, up to 12. And we're at... We're at 10. We're at 10? Yeah. We're tied with Crystal Palace, who has a better goal difference. Well, like, we're 10th place. Yeah. But, like, the points... 12. 12. Yeah. So, like, honestly, 8 points... Yeah, it seems... It's 3 wins. It's a lot. Now, one of the wins... One of the, the... Technically, we lost to both of the top teams, but... Because we already lost to Arsenal, we already lost to Tottenham. But, in general, 6 points behind City is not... That's not a lot. Like, we... Any team... Chelsea still has a chance. As bad of a start they had. Newcastle, bad start they had. They still have a chance, right? Um, Two weeks ago, we're like, okay, City's going to run away with it. Yeah, not and anymore. Then, nah, City fell to third. That's not the case anymore. City fell to third. And, yeah. I think us and City are the only teams that do not have a draw. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're like the only teams that do not have a draw. Yeah. But, yeah, so th- that's that the recap there is big. EPL. EPL recap. Uh, very quickly, Vancouver Whitecaps. Playoff team. Playoff team. Clinched um, officially. Um, Inter-Miami, no longer a playoff team because Messi barely played. <laughs> and they got cocked without him. Yeah. And um, uh, another shout out. Oh. Lamin Yamal. Okay, yeah, finish that because I'm going to go back to Messi then. Scoring for Barcelona today, becoming the... Youngest Barca scorer? Y- youngest goal scorer in, I think, probably La Liga. And the kid's 16, so... Kid's 16, so we're <laughs> doing all this stuff. Um, Becomes the youngest goal scorer in La Liga history at 16 years. 83 days. Uh, Barcelona did tie 2-2, but that's just incredible. He's already made history with uh, getting called up by Spain's national team. I think scoring for Spain as well. Might be playing against Chivin. And uh, <laughs> <At the laughs> might play against Chivin against the World Cup, U-17 World Cup as well. But yeah, this kid's making history. Uh, this Barca people, don't put too much pressure on this guy because he's not messy yet. And he's 16. And he's 16. <laughs> um... Going back to uh, Messi for a second, um, he's in the best newcomer award, which makes sense. And he's in the MVP, right? Yeah, yeah. 
He's uh, in the MVP race somehow. I no. Just, just <laughs> he didn't no. play enough for the no, MLS. There's no way. Me. There's no way. You're, I get it. Like Messi's Messi. Yeah, whatever. The games he played were all in the tournament. First of all. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he can't be your MVP. As simple as that. No. I don't know who could it be. Four games are not enough. There's nowhere near enough. Yeah. If he gets it, then you know it's a freaking. Then he's going to Ballon d'Or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he's getting this, this is more of reaching the Ballon d'Or. It's a hundred percent more of reaching the Ballon d'Or. No, no, no. Ballon d'Or is a legit case. Yeah. Like this is but not. This, a case. There's no way Messi. This was be. like when Bruno first came to United, played like a whoever should. I, I don't know who the favorite for MLS MVP is. Ryan that, Ball should be. That's a highway robbery right there. Yeah. If Messi beats, it's probably one like a St. Louis guy or someone. Like yeah, that. probably. But, uh, yeah, I uh, think there's, that's it for soccer. I don't see. Let me just double check if there's any Anything news. Else, there's probably no transfer news, anyways, because we're, there's no transfer window. Yeah, uh, no well, news in general. If anything comes up, just quick refresh on Twitter. And nothing to share. Probably. Not, oh, I guess very quickly, NBA preseason started. Yeah. Um, Vancouver. I wish we could have went, but yeah, uh, that's all. NBA, which means, which is a sign that we're almost starting the season. So yeah, best time of sports, man. October. Um, yeah, we're actually interested in the MLS and maybe slightly CFL as well because <laughs> so BC Lions. Are BC Lions, well. even though a horrible loss in the last game, but yeah. we're going to a game, so hopefully it's kind of meaningful. It's, it's, a, it's a useless game, but it might be <laughs> it's a useless. The, it's game. a meaningless game. Um, but yeah. With that being said, though, thank you everybody for watching once again. Um, as a reminder, dropping tomorrow NHL um pre- NHL uh, season preview season preview. Uh, make Guess sure you guys pod Saturday, Saturday. hopefully, and uh, check out our tier list for the NHL. Um, and other than that, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. Help us get to two hundred. We're inching closer and closer. And with that being said, and um, uh, anything from you? Uh, no, I mean, you're the one who usually does it. Yeah. Outro, so I'll just sit here and stare at you or just stare okay. at the camera anyways. <laughs> Give you a chance to talk. Um, uh, other than that, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. peace.